Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, and that means it's time for The Art of the CEO. The show, <clears throat> excuse me, the show for the people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. I'm your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business, and every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the art of the CEO streams magically through the amazingly misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen to it and download it by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash theartoftheceo. Again, that's blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And we invite you to visit and uh, explore us all for your benefit. And whether you are the founding director of a nonviolent UN peacekeeping force bent on protecting the helpless like Mel, or a mom whose part-time jam canning business has now exploded into a very full-time venture like Sandy, we're here to bring you the sage counsel of business masters to help your career and your business. Now today's episode is entitled the most obeyed a voice in media, and how she does it. <laughs> Giving us uh, a sample of her persuasively dulcet tones, we are honored to have Miss Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl, whose every word you hang on, and she's the one who tells you just when to get off and when to recalculate. Yes, today we are going to meet the woman whose voice streams over 400 million GPS devices and about 50 million smartphones, and we're going to find out how she does this amazing feat, but even more astounding, we're going to find out how one entrepreneurial lady has seized this opportunity and carved out a star-studding and highly contributing career. So listen, you workers, and learn. But before we all start, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. Before we all start tallying our talents and getting set for a meteoric rise, why don't we take a moment out there to supply everyone with a few utensils for today's Feast of Wisdom. First, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. Now that's the most important position you'll ever hold in your career. So allow me to ask, will this be the day that you look at your time, do a little planning and to best take advantage of every hour, structure a new discipline? Or will you continue to just putter and wonder just where that time has flown? The choice is truly yours. And as a second utensil, it is time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book. So let me pull it out here. And thumb through. Oh, okay, okay. This is number 66. <clears throat> I awoke in the middle of this meeting to find that they made me the head of some backwater task force in Idaho. <laughs> and as an afterthought, uh, might I add that to avoid this true business nightmare, remember that meetings are showtime. So like the very professional Karen Jacobson, prepare, prepare, prepare. Check the agenda, jot down a few ideas on each item, and somewhere between the bagels and coffee lies your opportunity. So my friends, why not stay awake and seize it? Just a thought. And as a third utensil, perhaps we should call today's utensil the tepidly chilled salad fork, right now we're going to give you the answers to last week's business quotation. Now, today, before we leave the air, we'll broadcast yet another quotation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, too much last night. And we invite you 
to email us the name of the author of that quotation as you believe him or her to be. Simply write that name down and mail it to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you are correct, we will send you a marvelous gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. So, the author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, if things seem under control, son, you're just not going fast enough. With Those words were spoken by none other than race car driver par excellence, Mario Andretti, and believe me, friends, he ought to know. So now, let's dig into today's Feast of Wisdom and find out from the authoritative GPS lady, Miss Karen Jacobson, how we need to globally position ourselves for the destination of success. Karen, how are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm feeling fine and very happy to have you here. And I was just wondering, uh, there's so many questions that everybody uh, has, has wanted me to ask you. But first of all, I was wondering if you could just tell us the story of how you got the GPS gig. And I, I mean, what kind of talents and training made you apply? And when you landed it, what were your thoughts about getting this voiceover part? Okay, well, I'm going to take you right back to the beginning. I am originally from a town called Mackay, near Australia's uh, Great Barrier Reef. Uh, and when I was growing up, I was seven years of age, and I was watching television, and on came the most important and most influential person in the whole world, and <laughs> that, of course, was Olivia Newton-John. And uh, I was in inspired by her to become a professional singer and my my dream was to to become a singer and move to America and I goodness I um lot very very long story uh, fast forwarded I uh-huh. followed that dream and I made that a reality a reality and uh-huh. in I moved to New York City after quite a few years in the professional entertainment business in Australia where I was singing and writing songs, playing in piano bars, wow. performing on television and doing voiceover work. And when I moved to New York City, I found out about an audition and they were looking for a native Australian female voiceover artist living in the northeast of the United <laughs> States. There you and go. I, I know, and I read that description and I thought, well, this is me. This is a description of me. So I went along to the audition. I uh-huh. got the job on the spot. And oh, my gosh. Oh I know. And then I, Bob and I was recording for 50 hours over a three-week period to create that voice system. Wonderful. Well, now, I've got to ask, do you have, you, maybe you don't, do you have any idea how many competitors you eventually had to be out, beat out to, to Become Miss GPS Girl. Only everybody else who speaks uh, in, in <laughs> speaks English. Yeah, how many millions? <laughs> There's probably more than than than, our, than there are uh, presidential wannabes in this country at this time. Anyway, maybe. Now, as, as I, now, Karen, you've you've got uh, about half a billion souls hanging on your every word here. Uh, tell us a little bit about the work because I I, I don't understand it. I mean. Do they have you pre-record the name of every street in the planet and follow it with turn left or right? How, how does how does your voice get it all on the machine? How, what, does that, what does the fifty hours entail? 
That's really great. No, so people do think that I have recorded every word and every street <laughs> name on the planet, but I did not. So how it works, here's oh. the technical part. So they had me record, as I said, for 50 hours, and they broke that down, broke that massive script down into four-hour blocks. So they would only let me record a maximum of four hours a day, so my voice did well, not sound sense. tired or fatigued in any way. Sure, and so sure. I would record from 9 in the morning to 1 o'clock, and then go to lunch and go back to my hotel room and write songs and rest my voice for the rest of the day. And Wonderful. how they did it is they wanted to capture every combination of syllables possible so they could chop that up and then create a voice system based on my speaking voice. Okay, now, so they have uh, basically... They have taken each syllable that you have spoken in every particular kind of way. I, now, I take it this is a never-ending job. There are constant updates on this, right? There are some updates, but just re remember what I just said. So they, cre yeah. they created a system that they would capture every combination of syllables possible. So that right, 50 right. hours of recordings created every combination of sentences and words uttered in the English language. So they really do have everything. Where they've had me come back and do, they're not really updates. They're customized voice systems for specific clients that will then hook in with that initial um with that initial system. So uh, that's, I've done some specialized jobs for them. But as far as capturing everything, they got it in the first round. Oh, that, was, that must have been one heck of a script. I, I, Karen, I, I'm interested in that endearing charm you're able to instill in your voiceover. As I was wondering, could you say for our audience the dreaded GPS word, uh, recalculating, and then afterwards tell us how you would try to phrase it, what feeling you're, you're trying to put in the world's most five frustrating syllables? Oh, goodness. All right. So <laughs> I actually believe that this is good news when you hear this word because by the time you hear this word, uh, the satellites have worked their magic and you're already back on track. So oh, okay. that magic okay. word is recalculating. And oh, that, I'm I not love really... that. That, yeah, that soothes over me. It's like, like, like soft oil. That's marvelous. Uh, but I'm not really thinking of, of any particular emotion as I say that. But oh, okay. my my directions from the client were to sound calm and consistent. And, oh, you know, a lot of people really build a connection with the voice in their GPS or in their electronic device um, yeah, because truly. they're with us during many intimate moments and, and, and family mm -hmm. occasions. And, you know, we might be driving, we might be on a dark road at night, it could be raining, we might be lost uh, and alone, true. and so that voice becomes some kind of companion. And where I've benefited in a very unexpected way is that people really do uh, treat me when they're meeting me first up as if, if I'm very familiar to them and that I'm already somebody they know well, and that's just a delight. <laughs> That must that must be very fun for you. And I, I, I've got to ask this. Just one side question: Do you? It seems to me sometimes when I am less than obedient, and I am driving, and you want me to do something, uh, and I'm not doing it. 
do you get harsher and harsher as it, as you repeat it, or is that just in my head? Absolutely not. It is. I think it's so interesting. As a driver, <laughs> we we will hear our ear is is because we are upset ourselves or annoyed at ourselves for right, taking right, right. a wrong turn or for going the, a different way to the way we wanted to go. That we will place that uh, that feeling onto how we're oh. hearing the voice. The voice. I can absolutely guarantee you, it doesn't change. That is fascinating. Now that shows my inference versus your absolute calm and soothing implication. What a that, that's been quite enlightening, and. I also know that you are truly an expert at speaking so folks will listen to you. And I, I know, in fact, you have developed a, a prosperous coaching business, and we'll talk about that a little later. But for right now, I was wondering if you could just give us one sort of tip or example. Let's say that I'm coming before uh, my board, my firm's board, and this has been a terrible month. And I have some plans for a turnaround, but I'm it, it's tough. So let's say that I'm going to address my board, kick off the speech by saying, well, ladies and gentlemen, we've had an interesting month and, the, and there's a lot of challenges before us. Now, how would you say that or words to that effect that might convey a little hope instead of the despair that I might feel? Well, do you mean in the in the tonality or in the... Yeah, words, just, in the I mean, how? yes, in, in the tonality. I mean, and, and say words that are roughly that. I mean, you don't have to say the exact words. I'm just... Okay. Oh, goodness. Um, well, I think it is important to sound reassuring. And uh. the minute we start to sound condescending, judgmental, or upset, people are going to tune out. And right. it's difficult to... Sometimes it can be difficult when we have that emotion bubbling in ourselves to be reassuring or encouraging uh, or solution-oriented if we are actually very upset. So I would say right. the real work to do is before walking into the room uh, to be able to to recalculate, because I do believe in recalculating in business and in life and the ability to let go of what did or didn't happen on a daily basis and when things don't go as planned, be able to keep going uh, from a neutral or an even perspective. And that really can take some practice. So I find the term recalculating or to be able to recalculate to be a very useful uh, analogy. And in fact, I have, you know, those little hot buttons that uh, you can get where you press a button, it's like a desk paperweight uh -huh. and, and it will say a word. Well, I've had some little recalculate oh, yeah. buttons <laughs> made so that people oh, can do God. that on their desk. I'm going to play it for you. So that's my little hot button <laughs> on my desk and I find my clients find that absolutely uh, uh, so useful as a reminder <laughs> on their desk. That oh, they can just Cara, that. that's, that's wonderful. You know, it, it is true. And again at any moment. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, if you look at the series at, at business, unlike the scientific method, which just goes straight out, the business method is something, there's a method of business, and, and say you've, you've invented something, you put a new product, you go out there, you feed it to the customer, and all of a sudden, your Eureka invention is not popular at all. And you have to say, oops, you have to recalculate. I mean, you can't throw your hands up in despair and say, oh, God, what am I going to do? But you have to push push Karen's 
recalculating button. And business is filled with this. And I, I really liked your advice about coming back, reaching a neutral perspective. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to call that a quill pen moment on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to take out your pens, dip them in the inkwell. Karen has given us a timeless truth. Put down the fact that when you reach a problem, step back, go to that neutral perspective, calm yourself before you make any presentation to others. Marvelous idea. And Karen, I also know that you do a lot of speaking engagements. And if one of our listeners wanted to have you uh, speak to her organization or uh, come on to their television show, how might they get in touch with you? Oh, I'm very easy to find. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me at thegpsgirl.com, which is T-H-E-G-P-S-G-I-R-L.com. And I'm very easy to find on all social media, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube channels. So you just look for Karen Jacobson, the GPS girl. Wonderful. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The, your next speaker. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Art of the CEO radio show, streaming live from Blog Talk Radio. And since we've come to the midpoint of today's feast, why don't we take out a few moments for a brief survey? It is time for me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is... Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among several other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit uh, bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and explore a wide wealth of practical wisdom from business masters. And today, Prometheus Publishing invites you to come visit their bookstore and take a look at the ever-topical book, Behind Every Successful Woman is Herself. And this is a marvelous little volume. It takes the wisdom from nearly 100 women in, in all fields of business, and it guides you with their experiential insights from the first day of your career right on to taking the seat in the boardroom or launching your own firm. And I, I will pass on the best endorsement I ever had from this book. when a, It was a woman who was a research scientist, came browsing in, looked at it and said, boy, do I really need this book. So we bet you could benefit from a copy, too. And by the way, um, you uh, while you're there visiting bartsbook.com to grab up a copy for your career cultivation, if you liked the quip that you heard today, you can also just click on that little blue mailbox and get a new fresh fresh quip uh, mailed to you for free every every week. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, and all you non-electable uh, turkeys who are fearing the axe, we are back here uh, with the GPS lady who is demystifying the device and uh, along with the pathway to success, Miss Karen Jacobson. Karen, you're, you're a woman of many talents. You're a singer, you're a per- performer, you're a speaker, an author. Um, I'm sure that after you got the, the GPS uh, gig, there must have been some point where you said this is an advantage you could seize and build on from this opportunity i was wondering if for our our audience out there if you could kind of share that realization and tell our listeners how they might find various branches or profitable outlets from their own talents well i goodness i 
knew my voice was in GPS units and as people started to talk to me and to realize this as well and meet me and they were very excited and familiar with me right from the get-go when they met me and I realized there was something in it and I wasn't quite sure what it was. It took me a while to realize there was a brand to be created which is what I've ultimately done is created an empowerment brand called the GPS Girl and as you've mentioned under that brand I I have books and music, uh, empowerment products, I have created a range of ways people can learn how to recalculate uh, throughout their day, I speak live at uh, conferences and events across the world and sing as a concert performer, people hire my voice uh, for customised voice systems and corporate systems and what I did was I really, I decided to meld my love of personal development with uh, this opportunity that my voice was in GPS units and I, I really saw that directions in the car and directions for life were quite a match and that's how it came about. It was really a vision. And I invented the analogy or created the analogy and principle of recalculating in business and life and set on my path. Now, I could have gone in a lot of other ways along the road. Um, you know, I'm from Australia and living in America. There are, you know, I'm a singer. There are other aspects of myself I could have chosen to brand myself with, but this is the one that I packaged and that really works for me. But I would say to your listeners, if you, whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you're in business uh, in, an, in a corporate environment, to, to really look at what makes you different or unique, but what makes you different to others? What, what do you love most? What do you love um, far above anything else and it could be a sport that you follow or a sports team it could be a hobby it could be an interest it could be um, a recreational activity it could be a, a certain type of car whatever it is that you love most can be very easily and effectively incorporated into your own personal or corporate branding and I tell I, I use one example from the music business which is the example of quilting so I come from the entertainment business and there are a lot of sure. singers and songwriters a lot of wonderful artists um, a lot of a lot of pretty girls with nice singing voices and <laughs> I read an example that I just love now there were trying to get noticed in the music business is really a feat. And there was one particular artist who had a song about quilting. And it was a beautiful song about how to quilt the quilt of her, you know, family, you know, the, the, the lineage of her ancestors and they, the quilting was passed down from generations. It was a beautiful song. So yeah, this yeah. artist very cleverly, instead of looking to get press, in music magazines actually went to a quilting society and an interview in a quilting magazine. And then people who read that quilting magazine were fascinated that there was a song about this quilt okay. and they okay. went and bought the song. And so this artist then started to develop a following of, of followers through that um, community. Now, this is just a s simple little example oh. just to illustrate that it may not be the most obvious place 
to go as a musician or as an artist, but this was really smart marketing and great cross-marketing. So to just look at what is it that you love to do or can hook in to a, in a place that might not be expected, and that's sometimes where we have the best branding success. You know, you said something just uh, uh, previously, and I think it's it's a great story, but you said look for something that makes you different to others. We so often have this advice heaved at us to follow your passion. But if you're going to brand yourself, if you're going to be distinguish yourself, don't do it what you don't look in your own eyes. Look at others' eyes and the feedback they come back to. And I thought that was very clever of you to put put that out. Um, Excellent. Uh, now, getting back to, uh, <laughs> I, I, I've got to ask one thing. Uh, you, well, actually, I know that you've done your uh, uh, in your keynote talks. Uh, one of your 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 favorite is recalculate and drive your performance. Uh, could you tell us just? in your own life, one of your larger career roadblocks and explain how you sort of recalculate to move forward from there. Goodness. Well, I was, music was my first love and is my first love. And ever since I was small, all I have ever wanted to do is to sing, to write songs, to play piano, to perform, to record. And it was a very unexpected development to have my speaking voice end up in a voice system that has been goodness distributed around the world in such a major way and when my voice pops up not just in gps units across many major brands and and smartphones but also in places like elevators and hotel systems and cruise ships so it's it's not something that i expected at all and well i would say that if they need to hear your voice inside of an elevator they're they're in deep trouble if, if they can't well, call an elevator well, it is, I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. it's just been such an unexpected development, but sure. you know, there was an opportunity there, and I, I spotted that opportunity and did something with it, and this was not something that was expected. So I would uh-huh. say I recalculated. I recalculated yeah. my entire career path to zoom out and create a much bigger purpose for myself, a much bigger uh, impact that I can have through the GPS Girl brand, which is very different to uh, only being a musician and a singer and songwriter. So I found that, that, you know, this is one way that I've recalculated in a huge way. Now, music is still a big part of what I do. I perform through my speaking engagements. I have a a concert keynote where I am at the piano and performing music Mm. in between sharing about my story and how to recalculate oh, in business and in life and teaching the five uh-huh. directions for recalculating. But I've also continued to record and I'm actually just recording my ninth or releasing my ninth studio album, which is a Christmas album called Destination Christmas. So mm-hmm. I have managed to continue to do what my first love has been, um, but also recalculated to include so many other aspects of what I do. I I think that's great, and I want you to know that that uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, it sounds like that this is just a change of mindset. But I am reminded of um, Mr. Edison's uh, old phrase that opportunity is often missed because it dresses in overalls and looks like work. Uh, right. Karen has done a great deal of work to get where she is, and uh, I just want to pass that along with us. Um, I was wondering. Now, uh, you are um, 
a media personality, but you, you often share the stage with many video talents, faces everyone knows. And and you come on as, as the invisible uh, uh, thus far, uh, GPS girl. Does that ever make a difference? Or? Um, in what sense do you mean? Well, I'm wondering if if when you're there, uh, do you do you feel that you have to be because people don't know uh, who you, they can look at the stage and they know everyone else. They say, "Oh, I've, I know this person from uh, as the stomach turns or whatever television show," and yet you uh, you are you are the one person often I think who who people don't know. I guess, but I guess they do. You find that people really are desperate to know what you look like. Uh, goodness, sometimes people are very, very entertained by that, by that concept. I have a, you know, it's interesting because I'm told that I'm a celebrity, but really I have a very, very famous voice and a very well-known speaking voice, but I can walk down the street and I'm not recognized most of the time, which is quite an unusual, uh, unusual situation. I, can, I imagine it could be kind of kind of helpful because from from some of the other celebrities I know who who are recognized on site, that's not always the one of the most advantageous thing in the world. Karen, you have just released your latest product, as you mentioned, Destination Christmas. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you that I would give two uh, of my very best bottles of Cote d'Arone to hear Karen sing Santa Baby. I can just imagine. Oh, I but want the Cote d'Arone, so... Santa baby, right. slip the table under the tree for me. I've been an awfully good girl, Santa baby. So hurry, hurry, hurry down the chimney tonight. Woo! Be still, my heart. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> Bless you. That's actually uh, one of the yeah. tracks on my new album. Would you believe? Oh, I know. I love it. I, it before we just before we we go off, tell folks how they can pick up a copy of Destination Christmas. Oh, thank you. Well, it's available at thegpsgirl.com and all kinds of other places. But if they purchase from my website, they receive a bonus track they don't get from anywhere else. So I recommend coming to thegpsgirl.com right. to get a copy of Destination Christmas. Well, Karen, I thank you for our uh, for the bonus you've just given us all. And uh, I thank you also for coming on the show. I, it's been just wonderful for us. It's a pleasure, and I just—I really have to share this last mes- message, which is: you have reached your destination. <laughs> Bless you, and thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, as we round out today's show, let me leave you with today's business quotation. Uh, who was it who said? It is unfortunate that we cannot buy business executives for what they are worth and sell them for what they think they are worth. <laughs> These words were spoken by a man who made his fortune, a considerable one, in the swap. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, just write uh, down the name of that person as you believe him or her to be and send it to info at bartsbooks.com. And you will win, if you are right, you will win an absolutely astounding, life-changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Book Bookstore. And finally, as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, if you think you can fake sincerity, my friend, you're a bigger fool than the folks you're trying to swindle. So to all you faithful and playful listeners, I hope you've had as much fun uh, with the Art of the CEO show as uh, Karen and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download this and all our shows at blogtalkradio.com slash 
The Art of the CEO. And next week, do tune in to blogtalkradio.com slash theartoftheceo to hear one of the greatest business sages, Mr. Gary Douglas, a man who bursts the greed myth and successfully exemplifies the triumph of benevolence and humanity in capitalism. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you. <laughs>